host Rebecca Trussell and as you can imagine I'm recording this at 9.49pm in the evening and I had a really emotional day so I feel like this topic that I'm going to be discussing with you is perfect <laughs> um, for this episode it is called Letting Go While in the Midst of Being Fearful. <laughs> what does that mean exactly? For me, when I was really young, I was always fearful of what people would think of me if I didn't please somebody, if I didn't do things the right way, if people would abandon me. So I was always in fear of people leaving my life because I just had this imaginative heart and I was always giving my heart to everybody. Not everybody deserved it because they used it to their advantage and took advantage of me emotionally and sometimes in different ways that we're not going to talk about on here. But um, when I started getting my chronic illness um, at the age of 11, I was very fearful of getting a diagnosis because I had a sprained ankle and it all started from there and that will be another episode for another time but um, it started from a accident I was running I tripped I ended up having a sprained ankle that ended up being a nerve injury that changed my life no matter what I did to control the situation with fear and anxiety, nothing was going my way. And just looking back, I was so naive to trust the wrong people. Because of my chronic pain issues, I was trusting everyone too much and not in God. So that was my biggest struggle. Like I said, with my nerve injury, it changed a lot of things about my perception of people and my heart um, for God and for, like, why God did this to me. And sometimes I feel like he's not here, but when reality he is here, he's an amazing God. He's incredible. He does so many powerful things. And I think for me, being chronically ill means trusting in myself when I was before I became a Christian was trusting in myself because I knew better right and I was like oh I know better because I know my body right but with my body I never knew how to set boundaries and limits so I was always overdoing it I was always giving in to people I was always never giving myself rest or a break and I was always very about me and not about God and I feel like this episode is so encouraging for me because (laughs) being fearful does not mean you have to live the rest of your life being in fear it doesn't define you it makes you consumed in yourself and that's what happened with me and my walk with God and if it wasn't for the girls that were in my life looking over the scriptures with me trying to help me know Jesus and teach me how to be like him 
I wouldn't be the woman I am now if it wasn't for the circumstances of my health and different people walking in and out of my life. And like I said, I had to let go of being fearful when I was in the middle of my studies, which is basically the at my church they go over scriptures of you individually and they help you individualize them to you so you understand and ask questions and you feel safe talking about certain things and there was a a study that happened where there was a scripture in Isaiah 43 um, verse 1 through 2 and it was the first time God said he loves us and when I was sitting there with those girls studying with me and reading it to me, they said, Rebecca, God loves you. And I never forgot that passage because it changed my perception on fear and love. And God is so powerful that he loves us individually, that he knows the number of hairs on our head. It's just so fascinating to me. He just cares about us so much that he will do anything and everything for you. And one of my favorite passages, it's a scripture, but um, it's Psalm 57 verse 1. It's basically saying how we can take refuge under his wings. And it's just so beautiful to me because I'm like, wow, like God is really taking care of me. Because I'm so used to taking care of myself, like... Even as a disciple, which is a member of Christ, you know, I'm following a follower of Christ. Like you think, oh yeah, like I can take care of myself. I can do all this thing by myself. You don't have to do it all by yourself. But the thing is like letting go of that fear that I need to take control over everything and just being about me and about what I wanted and my control over everything actually consumed me and destroyed a lot of my friendships um and also controlled I controlled how I felt about things I controlled how I reacted to situations and if people didn't like how I felt then they left my life and it hurt me deeply because I feel very deeply and I want the listeners to know that you guys are valid you're present you are here you are strong you are just powerful (laughs) but God is powerful and that's the main thing I'm going to convey here and I just feel like this episode has changed my perspective today was like really hard for me not gonna lie I was struggling with my chronic illness flare-ups which is basically intense pain episodes for my chronic illness and that'll be another episode where I talk about that but um just like going through that and just anxiety filled with anxiety and over chaos over like all my friends saying this and that and like not taking the time to take care of myself and just rest and actually think and pray and talk to God like God is never gonna bring chaos (laughs) he doesn't bring chaos into our lives unless it's for a reason he orchestrates everything but he's never gonna use that chaos against you and that's the main thing I want to say like he 
uses chaos to strengthen us. He uses chaos to, like, make us stronger. And I feel like sometimes we feel like he's silent in our, and we use that fear of, like, oh, he doesn't hear us. Like, we can, like, be arrogant and think, oh, yeah, because we're so fearful and not trusting in God that, um, he is just not there. Like, we use that to our advantage and we just think he isn't real. But he is real, and he has changed greatly in my life. For the last three and a half years, he has moved me in ways that I cannot fully explain to y'all. He really has. Like, today I was at a sermon, and this guy, he was talking about, like, a bunch of stuff. But the one thing that he said that got me was, like, he was very vulnerable about how he spoke and he was just up front. He was like, hey guys, like I'm struggling with XYZ right now and this is me. And I was like, how many preachers have done that and actually admitted when they're like, I don't know, his struggle was like, that hit me more because I was like, I was struggling with idolizing friendships and relationships and I was just trying to please people so much that I just let it consume me. And that fear of, like, pleasing people and pleasing my family, my friends, my, like, you know, like, everyone else. But I wasn't pleasing God. I was using that fear of pleasing people. Instead of pleasing God, I was pleasing other people. I wasn't reading my Bible. I wasn't being honest with myself and saying where I am. And this preacher today, he was, like, saying where he was and he was very direct he's like you need to die in your old ways like I wasn't dying in my old ways but everything he said in his sermon today was just incredible like he spoke eloquently like he just did something to my soul that was like gut-wrenching and spine chilling and even though I did not have sleep the night before he changed my perspective on God in a lot of ways because I'm like wow like he really wants me to change he wants me to grow he wants me to not focus on everything going wrong but focusing my energy that I would spend focusing on everyone else's opinions on God like um on him and his word and his dedication to me like God has never left my side. Even when I was struggling and screaming when I first got diagnosed with my illness, he was there. He really loved me through that. And when I was getting withdrawn on certain medications, like, he was there. He was there through it all. I was cursing and swearing. It was not good. But I was withdrawing from a really strong med that was really chaotic. Um, And it helped me to grow by withdrawing from that med that God is still here even in the midst of our trauma so example I went through a really bad incident with this boy in high school and he made me so fearful that I questioned everything about myself I questioned my self-worth and he really used that to his advantage and it was really hard for me to accept that like I need to let go of being fearful like 
if I'm gonna do the right thing, I need to tell my teacher, like, what he did to me, and I was at first week in my junior year, and it was really hard, I was not your typical, oh yeah, this is my junior year, no, my junior year was chaotic, and basically, the kid that I'm mentioning, he didn't get in trouble for what he did, but it did teach me that no matter what I'm going to say to people, that God has the final say and he will do justice for those who cannot see justice. And I feel like that is so beautiful and powerful to me. And just having that message of like, wow, God is just using this trauma I'm facing right now and making it so he loves us. Like he dedicates his heart to us and he wants us to know that we are loved and that he's here and even in the silence he's still present and I feel like that's so powerful to me like I can't even believe it but um I'm so grateful to have this community of people that love me that support me I have friends that love me um and family and just like a church family and there's so many different things that I would love to say thank you to them but it's mostly thank you to God for helping me see that I needed to let go of my fear of myself and my chronic illness and not letting it define who I am and just showing that God is like real and that he doesn't fade away or he doesn't go to the ends of the earth to just leave he's not the God that leaves He's the God that loves, and he's the God that is going to be there for you no matter what the cost. But what is the cost for you? Like, what is your cost? For me, it was fear. That was the whole reason why I didn't want to become a follower of Christ was because I was living in fear of myself. And I didn't want to do it because I thought God would never love me or never think I'm good enough. Like, he doesn't appreciate every little part of me, but that's wrong you were wrong he loves you not everybody is going to be accepting of that and not everybody's going to realize that God is God but he's not rejecting you he's like if you think that people are rejecting you because you're reaching out to them and saying oh yeah like I I'm reaching out to this person and that I want them to know Jesus but they reject me It's not because they reject you. They reject Jesus, first of all. I've had that happen so many times. I shared my faith once in high school. Same year, (laughs) junior year. I have so many stories. But um, I shared my faith with this one girl. I was studying the Bible, which is like they were going over scriptures with me. And they were like trying to teach me about Jesus. So I was trying to teach this girl about Jesus. She's scared. She was scared of me. She ran away from me and ignored me for the rest of the year, which... That was really sad. I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. She was one of my really good friends. And she ran away from me. Which was really sad. But it wasn't me she was rejecting. She was rejecting God. And she was fearful of God. And what he could do. And I realized that. Like wow. (laughs) Um, I can always be like that. I can be that girl that ran away from God. Because I was always doing that. I was in her position before. And even while I was looking over the scriptures. The girls I was being with like 
I was always fearful of like, what would they think of me if I did this or that? Or if they found out this, what would they think of me then? And it was just like, it's not about them. It's about your relationship with God individually. It's not about, oh yeah, like, let me just like not tell them. <laughs> let me just not be honest one day and then them finding out and then you're screwed. That's what happened to me. I had that happen at my last study. And basically, it was the cost study. It was basically, um, it's it's a study where you determine what the cost is of being a disciple, which is a follower of Christ and stuff. Sorry, my parents are talking in the background. But um, just like basically being, um, you basically have to decide if you want to be a disciple or not, which is a follower of Christ, basically. Simple as that, right? So, I didn't tell this girl, the girls that I was with, studying with, um, that I had a hard time talking to this one person I had a problem with. I was supposed to forgive her, whatever. You know, forgiveness is supposed to be (laughs) a thing. But basically, if I didn't talk to her or apologize to her for what I did wrong, which I had to suffice my pride and basically tell her, hey, I messed up, like... That was something I was fearful of, being proven wrong. And I was proven wrong um, even after I was baptized into Christ. I was proven wrong so many times. And I was proven wrong because um, I was always in fear of what people would think of me. Because I was so consumed in that. That was what I lived for. I wanted the attention. I was so not getting it at home because I struggle with that and that's not even gonna bring up but I struggled with attention at home so I would always go to guys like for attention and like that was my latch on like I was my fear hold and I let that go and then just different things like that and it just changed me Jesus changed me and that's the whole point like he transformed my life to be this beautiful story of letting go of fear in the midst of being fearful and I want that to be Sharon today so I love you and I hope that you enjoy this episode